Good morning. Welcome to Ask Andy, a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at 215-259-3687 or on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes today about what to do about your medical bills from a car accident. So let's say that you're in a car accident, it's not your fault, or it is your fault, and you're taken to the hospital by EMS, uh, you're seen and examined at the ER, and everything is fine, and you feel great within a day or two, no big deal. So what happens? Do you make a claim to your insurance company? Yeah, you tell them you were in a car accident, just you know, in case the car needs to be repaired, or you need your medical bills paid. Whether you were at fault or not in Pennsylvania, there's at least $5,000 in medical bill coverage for you, okay? So that's an important thing to know. Even if you were at fault and you were hurt in the accident and you were taken by ambulance, there's still, you know, no fault insurance there. We call it PIP. It stands for Personal Injury Protection. But basically, there's money there to pay your bills. Now, what all the medical providers know between the hospitals and the ambulances and all the other physical therapy places and chiropractors is that there's a huge race between the providers to get at that PIP money because they know that the first people paid will get paid their bill and then that's kind of good money for them and it's quick. And alternatively, once that money's used up, then they have to go fight with Blue Cross Blue Shield or Aetna or Medicare who pay a lot less in most situations. So there's a big rush to get paid by the hospitals, etc. So first of all, submit your medical bills. At least, you know, call your insurance company, tell them there was in a car, you were in a car accident and get them to set up your medical bill coverage or PIP some states like New York have 50,000 in coverage. Pennsylvania, the minimum is five. So most people carry five because that's what most people do. Um, so what's the biggest complaint that people have? It's that, oh, the ambulance is calling my family after a serious car accident. And they're saying that State Farm used up uh, all the money paying the hospital bills or paying for surgery. So what's going on here? Do, are you on the hook for the ambulance bill? Well, if you're in a car accident and you have health insurance, the answer is no. Because first, the ambulance company should have tried to bill PIP. And if they PIP is used up because you were in a more serious accident, they should then be given your health insurance and they should go bill your health insurance. Now, what's going on? Ambulance company doesn't want to bill PIP and they don't want to bill health insurance they want to take advantage of you. And how do they do that? Well, PIP will pay the ambulance company maybe 70 bucks for an ambulance trip from a car accident scene. Your health insurance may pay them 30 bucks. But if they send you a bill for 600 bucks, you know, one in 10 people will pay that or maybe three in 10 people will just say, hey, it's a bill, I got to pay it. Is that right? No. Is that legal? Uh, no. Why is that? Well, we have something in Pennsylvania, maybe not in other states, but we have something in Pennsylvania called Act 6. And Act 6 is a state law that essentially serves to reduce 
medical bills that are incurred in the course of a car accident. So while your ambulance trip from a slip and fall or from just a, you know, fall at home, maybe $500. Instead, if you're in a car accident, that same exact ambulance trip should be something more like $40. Why that is, it's just a state law. That's what we follow. But all of the providers, every medical provider who deals with car accident people or claims knows that Act 6 exists. But unless you're on your guard and smart enough to ask about it, nobody knows. So the provider, the ambulance company typically, sends you a bill for $500. And as with a lot of things in life, do they tell you that, oh, Act 6 would make this about a $100 bill. Would you rather pay the $100 bill or the $500 bill? Well, Act 6 says you pay the $100 bill and that's all they can ask for. But if they ask for more and you pay them more, hey, are they ripping you off? Yep. Are they going to tell you about it? Nope. So, you know, to some extent, that's my job. A lot of times how this fits into my personal injury practice is the following. I have a client. She's injured. She has a broken leg in a car accident. The ambulance company says, oh, State Farm used up all the money. And, you know, my first reaction is to go bill my client's health insurance. Leave my client alone. Leave me alone. Go bill health insurance. And they say, well, we don't want to bill health insurance. There's a copay. Nope. Too bad. Go bill health insurance. Why don't they want to do that? Because Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or Aetna or whoever are big, big players with a lot of weight. And they're going to beat that ambulance company up and they're going to fight with them until the ambulance company says, all right, all right, I'll, I'll accept $40 instead of $500. And that's that. And then that bill is paid. Now, client didn't have to do anything. I didn't really have to do anything other than yell at them, which I do every day. And how does that end up playing out? Well, you know, at the end of the case, what's going to happen is that some amount of money is going to be due back to Blue Cross or Aetna. Nothing's due back to PIP because essentially you already paid for that coverage as part of your uh, car insurance. But do you owe money to Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or Aetna? And the answer is usually yes. The nice people at the Supreme Court about mm, five years ago now changed the face of personal injury practice and said, yeah, you got to pay back the health insurance company depending on your contract with them. But for the most part, the rule is you got to pay them back 100%. Will they accept 66%? Yeah, usually they will accept 66%. And that basically reflects a reduction for my legal fee, what I'm going to take out of your settlement and any expenses. So essentially, I went and collected their money for for them. They didn't have to pay legal fees or costs in that. So they're willing to reduce their bill, usually by something. Why do they get to take money out of your settlement for medical bills that were caused by somebody else? Well, the easy answer, the short answer is the U.S. Supreme Court says so. End of story, done, boom. The more complicated reason is that the health insurance company feels like, and you have agreed by contract when you signed up for this health insurance, that they had to spend money on your medical care that they would not have had to spend 
but for someone else's negligence. They don't take it out of someone else because someone else usually can't pay it. But there's money there in the insurance payments to you for your settlement, and they can get at that. So the law says they can do it. It's not really fair or nice when you're the personal injury victim and you feel like someone's taking money from your settlement. But them's, them's the rules, and that's how we play. There are exceptions that I can talk about in another podcast on ERISA and HMOs and all this other nonsense that we deal with really deep in the weeds. But the bottom line is that at the end of your case, you're going to have to pay some amount of money back to your health insurance company, whether it's Medicare, Aetna, Blue Cross, whoever. And that's part of my job over the course of the case is to figure out what those bills are and what we can get them reduced to. And it's kind of a moving target, and it's a little bit of a headache, uh, but you know that's just part of normal everyday personal injury practice. So, and that's you know not something that <laughs> normal everyday citizens can do on their own. You got to have a lawyer for that, and you should never ever ever pay the full boat um, if an ambulance company comes asking. All right, that's enough for today. That's Ask Andy. I'm Andrew Newworth. I hold people accountable. Have a great day. <laughs>